Hello, this is Roya Ferugi, and you are listening to Slow Clean Air Podcasts. We are here today talking with Tim Fuse in the Engineering and Compliance Division about our BURN program. Tim, thank you for being with us today. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. So typically, what is considered the burn season in Slow County? The burn season is typically the um, winter dooryard season or backyard burn season that begins when Cal Fire deems the fuel moisture high enough that they can call the end of fire season. And it's very dependent upon the amount of rain we get. So there's not a hard and fast date to that. Typically, it's in late November, early December timeframe and lasts until the start of fire season, which would be May 1st. So how do go about getting a burn permit? Well, there's a variety of different ways. Because of the population distribution in San Luis Obispo County, some folks like to go get their burn permit physically from a location, a paper burn permit, and those are at all of our county libraries and most CSD offices in the county um, and here at the APCD office. And for those with uh, a computer, we can you can download the application off our website. So how would someone know if on the category of an agricultural burn permit rather than a standard backyard burn permit? That's actually a great question. Um, the ag burn permits are designed to allow folks that derive some commercial aspect from their property the ability to uh, burn some of the material that's derived from that agricultural use. So we're looking for some type of receipt that you're selling. Uh, product would be sufficient for that. You have to derive some commercial income. It's not, you can't just have a, a, a street stand selling some veggies from a couple of trees. It has to be an actual ag use on the property. Okay, so for those who already have their permit, how would they know if it's a burn day or not? Well, there are different ways you can go about finding out if it's a burn day. Um, the easiest way is to call the 1-800 number on your burn permit. That will go to a recording, and that recording is updated at 3 or 4 p.m. the day before you want to burn. So let's say you wanted to burn tomorrow, you would call that number after 3 or 4 o'clock today, and you would find out if it's a burn day for the next day. The other way would be to sign up for our Twitter feed, and that uh, burn day message is tweeted out, and we also have that posted on our website. And if someone were to be affected by a neighboring smoke, like a neighbor's smoke or something that they smell from their home, how would they go about reporting that? Um, the easiest way would be to call our office at 781-5912 and say you have a smoke complaint, somebody who's here that can respond. Um, another way would be to email us through our website. We have a complaint form and you could submit that um, anytime, day or night. The phone call is a little more direct and it will get to somebody quicker, so I would recommend that course of action. And lastly, burning has been a longtime contributor to air pollution in our area, and that has resulted in numerous complaints regarding public health, odors, and visual pollution. Um, to start us off, can you please give us like one or two clean burning tips that you know offhand? Yeah, the biggest one would be to um, obviously not burn trash. So you want to get away from burning anything that is not nice, dried green waste. You want to burn it very, a lot of uh, oxygen in your pile, so you want to um, pile it loosely. You don't want to have any dirt or any duff, any pine needles or leaves inside that are very dry. If we're coming into a, the wet season, you want to cover your pile with a tarp or something like that, and you can pull the tarp off and then burn dry material that will reduce the smoke quite a bit. 
Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Tim. If you'd like more information, you can go to our website, slowcleanair.org, or follow us on Twitter at slowcleanair. Thank you, and have a great day.